So I think we together and as a nation should just take a deep breath. So. Don't go down to the woods tonight. Who knows what you will find? Something might be stalking you and crawl right up behind. You might feel a cold, cold breath on your pretty neck. You'll say that you ain't scared. You'll turn around and check. Your eyes go wide, your knees go weak. You won't know what to do. Don't go down to the woods tonight. I wouldn't if I were you. say today I feel about as fresh as the first time I ever used a bidet. <laughs> and welcome to the Spooky House podcast. <laughs> my name is Paul. I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Mary. Hello, hello. And it is Saturday, November 7th, and I can only describe this as quite a beautiful day. Lovely day. The sun is shining. There are there's rain falling, but it might be tears, but that's as political as I'm going to get today. <laughs> Anyways, we are talking about movies. Movies. And so we did it. We finally, we we made it through all the movies. Mm-hmm. Last uh, last week when we recorded our episode, we only recorded uh, part of these movies or only right. uh, talked about part of them because we had so many left. I think we had like seven, we had seven eight. eight. We, we had, had eight, eight movies yeah. that we would have covered and it just wouldn't have been possible. Right. So we're going to cover the final four. That's right. Of, so we're going to jump last right week. in, cover the last four movies of our Halloween horror marathon for the year 2020. Yep. The scariest year ever. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, before we get to it, uh, I did notice that on our little tagline about our show, I did say that we would discuss uh, news. And uh, uh, the actor Ken Jones passed away today, oh, which no. sucks. Uh, I mean, I don't know anything else that he did other than get murdered by the, the orb at the beginning of Phantasm. But still, that's a damn fine that's orb still, murder. That's, that's a good murder. And we always appreciate a good murder on the spooky house. So, And, and Phantasm is hands down a personal favorite. Like, it's a classic, it is, for sure. It's a classic that not a lot of people remember. I mean, they, people know. And what, it's, it's definitely remembered, but not it, in, the, in the general consciousness. In the general it's not con- Jason. Yeah. It's not yeah, Freddy. It's, it's, exactly. You know, it's Phantasm not and the tall man are definitely a little bit more niche. Right. Right. That's what I meant mm-hmm. is, you know, you have these iconic classics in, in media that a lot of people know about, but not a whole bunch of people know about Phantasm. If I mention it, there's not a whole people Yeah, going, oh, you're more yeah. likely to get a blank look among the young the youngins the these youngins. days when you talk about Phantasm. Whippersnappers. <laughs> Them whippersnappers. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, uh, so like, you know, that's, that's sad though. That and that it, it was recorded it. back in your, your favorite era of movies back in the 70s. I love Or at that. least your favorite era of horror. Yeah, my favorite era of horror falls between the mid, mid 60s to, to all of the 70s. Yeah, it's a and good time. you get into the 80s and that's where they created, you know, they started repeating themselves and creating mm-hmm. that kind of what we know as, you know, horror today. Yeah, which they were is, redefining things, coming up with new tropes and a lot of the stuff but, that we... But tropes got created. Yeah, and, a, yeah and, a lot of the stuff that we see in movies today, you know, that's, this is where those things started. Right, so I feel like there's a lot more originality back That's right, back so that, that eye-stabbing drill scene. Yep. It's good stuff. You will be missed. Yes. 
Anyway. Anyways, so in preparation for this, it it has admittedly been a while since the movies all ended, mm-hmm. and uh, with my memory, things were not super fresh. I'm going to turn this window off of my screen so it's not constantly playing the trailer to a video game. <laughs> there we go. A little less distracting because I can see that out of the corner of my eye and it's starting to drive me crazy. Excellent. <laughs> but I decided I needed a little bit of a refresher. And uh, since I started at like 11 p.m. last night, I didn't actually do this for all the movies. But in a few of them, I just brought them up while listening to some music. Right. Just kind of like clicked my way through some of the scenes, wanted to rewatch some of the kills and uh, I rewatched a good portion of Dream Home. Hmm. And uh, spoiler alert, Dream Home is the first movie we're talking about today. Yes. <laughs> so uh, before I get to why I watched all these little uh, video clips, let's talk about this movie in general. Dream Home, uh, this is one of our kind of... Uh, we seem to do either new movies, uh, things that are like fairly recently released mm-hmm. or just obscure or some like old classics. This one came out 10 years ago. So it's right. a little bit out of our normal like rotation that we had missed it back when it came out. But holy crap, holy. I don't know how we missed this movie. It's Chinese. I mean, it's, it's Hong Kong. It is, but you know. still. Yeah, it's like we, we've watched some like uh, Asian horror, but not Asian horror in this way. It's yeah, not your typical ghost story. Yeah, we, I mean, and also, you know, Hong Kong and that and that and that you know cinema you know they don't they don't make a whole bunch of horror and mm-hmm. the horror that they do make doesn't get out in the world as much. Yep. It's not like Korean horror, which a lot of people know about oh, as yes. they you know or Japanese horror like mm-hmm. The Ring that gets remade and a lot of people know about. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where I mean we could easily have missed it and then as you know Chinese like you know movie like you know ho- you know their Hollywood version or their their you know movie making yeah, whatever they call their, their studios <laughs> um, as they start ramping up and making their own original content mm-hmm. other stuff that had been made before starts leaking back into our stuff yeah. so you know you know there, we have found some great Chinese um, and Cantonese like you know horrors horror films before mm-hmm. it's just now. Yeah, some of the stuff is coming to the surface. And I'm pretty sure Dream Home was one of the movies that was on a list of movies you probably missed. And clearly I did. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But uh, we had talked before last week that this episode we were going to be focusing on probably some of the most vicious and brutal movies that we've seen all week. Savage. Yeah, Savage, I guess, is the the correct word for it. Because we've had brutal, we've had gory, Mm -hmm. but... uh, there's just a level of savagery and viciousness in a couple of these movies and Dream Home being probably the the biggest one. There there's another scene that I want to talk about later in one of our other movies that might rival things yeah. that happen in Dream Home, but I don't know, Dream Home, oh, I mean, they Boy, it we, is I mean, we were shocked. Yeah. We were startled by yes. this movie in in a lot of ways because and and also the way they they broke it up into three different timelines and then jumped in between those three different timelines. Mm-hmm. So you had, you know, what was happening one specific night, what was happening building up yeah. to that specific night, and then you were having flashbacks to the main character's childhood explaining why the stuff building up to yeah, what why was happening, why means it, how much, yeah, why, why it means so what it means. To her. Yeah, For so sure. so um So get, yeah, give us a quick breakdown of yeah. this weird, I guess you could call it almost a black comedy. Yeah, the movie is I think it's I think it's supposed to be kind of funny. I mean, it it has its moments. I for think sure, this movie's but at I, the same time So rewatching these scenes, I think this movie's a comedy. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. 
<laughs> Thanks. Yeah. You're um, <laughs> well, like I said, it, it it's three separate storylines. So you have your main character, who I I'm sure if I even remembered or wrote her name down. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to butcher pronounce it. it. I'd be, butcher it, and it'd be a disgrace. You know, we're but not hate cramming anything here. Let's it's just, a young woman. It's a young woman. <laughs> I'd place her in her mid mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, she is working two jobs. She works a works for a bank, pretty much trying to sell credit. Like she's 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 the yeah, people it, that call your phone asking if you want to invest in yes. in in you know she's a telemarketer essentially. Mm-hmm. It is a very much a telemarketing job. Yeah. So she works that job and that's her nine to five job. Then she also works a retail job in like a shopping mall kind of mm-hmm. thing after hours. And this is all to support her family and to save up as much money as possible because she really wants to buy a very nice apartment for her family on a very specific bay in Hong Kong. Yeah, that she wants it overlooking a certain bay. Yeah, a very specific bay. And it flashes to her childhood where she had lived on that bay when it was um, like rundown housing and mm-hmm. it was a very poor neighborhood. That neighborhood got pretty much bought out by companies. They had the mafia involved, which scared off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of abuse. Yeah, there's uh, signs hanging up talking, saying the, the Chinese government, government working with the triads yeah, and exactly. all that to get people out. Yeah, and so they were essentially forced from their homes when she was a little girl. And she had made a promise to herself and to her family that she would one day get them a home there again. Yes. And so the buildings that went up that replaced her home, like all, all those small apartments got you know torn down and luxury buildings were put up in their place mm-hmm. she wants kind to of buy an that apartment dream a lot harder yeah she wants to buy an apartment on in one of those luxury buildings apartment yes. buildings this is not where the movie starts though no it does not the movie starts and i'll give away the first kill because oh, it, yeah. it, it opens up with i, the first I actually kill. went and just when I watched every kill in this movie, uh-huh. I went and just kind of wrote down just some little notes on each one just yeah. to like remember yeah. how much stuff happens in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, so this this woman we've been talking about is in the very first scene of this movie and is the one instigating this murder, which mm-hmm. go ahead and t- tell us, tell, tell me what well, <laughs> your, so the, your well, the movie opens here. up with uh, footage from a, a security camera. Mm-hmm. Of a young girl coming in, and then you it pops over to the room in which the security guard is when he's you know just a regular humdrum security guard sitting in a locked up you know in a closed off room with a bunch of cameras just minding his own business as this girl walks into the room and he's passed out. I believe. Yeah, he's sleeping. He is. He's he is not paying it. attention. He is passed out, and she walks into the room silently. Comes up behind him, and I will say this is probably a comedy. I agree with you on the comedy bit <laughs> yeah, because what happens next? The more you think about it, because so what happens is she has made she has like this heavy duty zip tie that yeah. she has made into a ring. Yeah, just a just is, wide yeah, open zip tie. Wide open zip tie that she slowly lowers over his head, trying not to wake him. Yeah, it's like a, the, a game of operation. But yeah, and like at one <laughs> point he like twitches and she louder. holds still. And, like, waits for him to settle back down as she finally gets it. And once she gets it around his neck, like, past his chin, around his neck, she tightens it, like, unbelievably tight, like, choking, cutting his skin level tight, and, and then steps back. Steps back. And she's holding a mallet just in case as yeah. he thri- like he thrashes, tries so, to get a box cutter. Do you remember No Country for Old Men? Yes. Remember the scene, uh, the strangulation scene in that that's just so shocking? Uh, the, yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of, like, Vaguely. You know, like there's some... You know, bright moments of violence in that movie that right. just like you know 
grab you. The one that really got me was the the part where the assassin is strangling the the guy, and in, in, in I, I think he's on like a wood floor or mm-hmm. some kind of linoleum or something. But as he's strangling him, the guy is kicking and fighting and leaving just these scuff marks right. all over the floor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it's just the scene goes on for so long. It's so brutal, and it's so disturbing. Just seeing like you know that. You know, the the evidence of mm-hmm. the struggle just getting laid out on the floor as this guy is getting killed, and you get the same thing happening in this movie. There's there's just you know uh, boot streaks and blood. Yeah. But as this guy is trying to get this, he's struggling at his neck, fighting, falling over all over the place. Grabs a box cutter, looks her square in the eye, pushes it out, and just rams this thing or starts cutting. At the zip at the tie, zip tie yeah. scoring it slightly, you can see the damage happening to the zip tie. But the, the makeup effects are fantastic. Oh my goodness! Because he's also slicing his flesh like as he this is, is happening, cutting deeply into his own neck, and, and, trying and to like get initially to it, getting, as he's cutting, yeah. he's, it's leaving like these those little micro cuts that uh-huh. you get from from a very a, sharp from blade, a, like yeah. razor blade or super sharp blade. And then he finally just is gets this fuck it moment in his eyes and he jams it underneath the zip tie straight into his jugular and starts trying to saw it out before he finally just bleeds out while just yeah. shooting arterial blood everywhere. Yeah. And as he still is looking her in the eye, just falls over falls over dead yeah and, and she, then it cuts to yeah. the next scene yeah oh she, no then she yeah, yeah, she, yeah she, she takes her hand off the mallet takes her it, hand off the mallet steals all the the foot security footage and yeah. the movie cuts back to a earlier yeah it cuts back part. to to her at her telemarketing job getting hung up on and and it, and it shows that she lives a very hard life you know she is pretty much the sole supporter of her family her father is very sick mm-hmm. you know she has a younger brother who she wants to go to he, she wants him to go to college so yeah. you know she is supporting him in his schooling I believe he's in high school age like or yeah, early college right. age but either way so she's just i mean you find out she has a relationship but she's seen she's been dating a married man mm-hmm. you know it's just nothing is lining up for her and she has saved up enough money to buy this apartment, like she has the money, yes, and she, she has it. Keeps She's got it. Getting screwed over one more thing after another, just everything going wrong for her, and like nothing is lining up. You know, finds out that her father, you know, her father's sick. She takes him to the hospital. He ends up having like you know, due to tons of smoking, he has like emphysema and lung cancer. Mm-hmm. His medications are eating away at that savings that she had for that apartment. Yeah, and as she tries to get his insurance to cover it. She finds out that he had already gone to the hospital a couple years ago mm-hmm. and gotten the same diagnosis and did nothing about it before signing up for that insurance. So now it's considered a pre-existing condition and they won't cover it. Yeah, totally so screwed just, her over. She is just is just reality and life is just pounding against this poor woman as she is just desperate to achieve this dream that she promised that her mother unfortunately passing away you know she couldn't you know so she couldn't fulfill that promise to her mother mm-hmm. you know because she'd always wanted her mom to be a part of it too like i mean again life is just yeah she's rough just getting this poor the, girl get, getting the shit kicked out of her all, all just constantly yeah. throughout this movie yeah. you know literally and figuratively but of course this storyline as you're learning all of this stuff the storyline is jumping yeah you are you are seeing in this movie the the final end game from the beginning mm-hmm. along with the the setup for how this end game started yeah, and how she then got there. you have of course those early flashbacks showing mm-hmm. how this character like how she started her life right. and how like her motivations got here right so but I, so i mean i 
it's hard to talk about this movie without talking about essentially the, the I guess you could call it the twist of what's going on, yeah. which, which is something that I think we suspected from early on in the movie, like why this, yeah. why she's doing what yeah, she's I doing. Yeah, I mean, we, we, knew, we knew where she was. Which also leads into my theory of this being a, a black comedy more than <laughs> anything else. So I guess, I mean, should we mention what, like, all right, skip ahead like a minute. If you don't want to know the base, the, the the big twist of Dream Home, right? Uh, this is a basically a property uh, scam that she's running. She's she's trying to lower the property value of a place that she wants to move into. Yeah, the couple selling her the apartment. Yeah, she gets for to- too much she gets money. screwed over, and so the solution is to commit a mass murder in this apartment complex in the, in that room and in like an adjoint like adjacent room or like the one below it or she something. She hits like a hallway. Yeah, she a- just fucks this place up and that's why all these murders are happening she wants this place cheaper yeah (laughs) these people keep asking for more and more money from her that she just doesn't have she knows she's going to lose the apartment and so she decides to just straight up you know just fix it all right our spoiler minute is up so now let's just talk about the kills in this movie oh my goodness so without context i just want to like run down a couple of the insane murders yeah i mean and because because like the security guard definitely sets a level like it it sets it 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 sets you up because that is the the tamer yeah, that's a, it's a tame kill in this. I mean, she's not a professional killer, so I enjoyed. There's a lot of scrapes and in, in you know scrambles. Yeah, the, these there's... fights are knock down, drag out, yeah, she bloody, is... vicious murders. Right, and uh, the second murder that happens in the movie, as I was you know, flipping through and jumping ahead thirty seconds at a time, uh, where she kicks open this apartment door, knocks this chick down. And then just immediately pulls out a screwdriver, slams it through the back of her head and out in the front of her face, yeah. knock it like popping an eye out. Yeah. And that's just like, boom, just that happens. Yeah. And you already know that inside this this uh, this apartment, there's another a pregnant woman who's uh, in her room, not really paying attention. She mm-hmm. hears noises and thinks that uh, the, the husband is home. Right. But it's it, that's not who it is. <laughs> uh, she comes out. There's uh, there, you know, there's a bit of a another scuffle happening. Uh, probably the most disturbing scene in the whole movie, the hardest scene to watch, I think, was this one. Yeah. Where like you know, the the fight with the pregnant woman, she gets knocked straight down, like falls straight stomach. down on her stomach. Yeah. There's her blood, wa- her water and blood, and amniotic fluid everywhere. Yep. So I mean, just horribly disturbing. Yeah, she's. I mean, the pregnant woman is screaming desperately for yeah. help. She gets then she gets murdered with a vacuum bag over her head. Yeah, vacuum sealer. Yeah. Like one the kind that you use for your clothes, like uh-huh. the big ones. Yeah. Dude, that one's rough. And then, like, while this stuff is going on, the cheating husband uh, of this pregnant woman is talking. Up. He's talking to his mistress. He gets all, held yeah. up on the stairs, talking to his mistress, going, hey, no, don't call me. Don't call me when I'm, you know, during this time. You know, yeah, no, baby, I love you. It's fine. You know, just that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he gets in, sees his, his wife on the floor with the, the bag over her head, tries to, like, run over to her, rip the right. bag open, tries to save her, and then... Yeah, he's attacked by yeah. The chick never by, left the room. Yeah, by our our protagonist. Our protagonist, I guess you could say. <laughs> our main character. Uh, yeah, he comes home. And she she immediately whacks him on the back of the head with a golf club. And I, I had to write these down because yeah. like kills get elaborate. Oh, yeah, they do. Smacks him on the back of the head with a, a golf club. 
big knockdown drag out fight. Uh, he has her pinned down at one point, choking her out. She grabs an uh, an iron that's on the ground uh, next to her, you know, a clothing iron, and just you know smashes him in the face with it. Looks like he's out or down for the count until he you know jumps back up, grabs her. They fall, and he falls face first into an end table, yeah. like inside the room, and just breaks his head backwards. That's right, like fate, like into it, his mouth into yeah, hitting it, mouth hitting yeah, it, yeah, mouth open, of course hitting, the, the, of course hitting the, the corner hit of the teeth. The, yeah, but you know, and again, the special effects on this were foot no, like just whoa, yeah. like wow. Yeah, in some of the movies we've watched, you know, they they try to go over the top. You try to go like so far in one direction where yeah. you know, you you end up with just a straight up gore flick. Right. This one just the moments of gore and moments of extreme savagery mixed in with a much lighter atmosphere of the lead up to this. Yeah. It, it's just it's it's such a weird contrast as you as you watch through it. It really is. <coughs> But uh, you go from from that scene, uh, then we then we get what I like to call the stoner room, well, which is funny because so she's in the kitchen cleaning herself yeah. up in the the apartment that she just murdered everybody in. Yeah, and she can hear the neighbors. I believe it was like upstairs or a little down the hallway. Yeah, I could I didn't and get a perspective of where they were just exactly. Blasting music like yeah. it is obnoxious, and you can literally see her kind of going, "Well, I don't want to live in a building <laughs> where these assholes are playing." All all this loud music all the time. Yeah. So that's where she goes next. And holy shit, it just <laughs> keeps going. Keeps so going. like you know, the, the this entire story takes place in one night. You know, this is one event happening and so you know, we get it's all like this, over the course of just a couple of hours. Yeah, you get all this crazy stuff happening at once, but it's spread out by uh by the like the interspersing story that right. tells you why the stuff's happening. So in just going through and watching these kills, it was pretty wild. <laughs> uh, so we we go uh, go to the stoner room. You've got uh, you know these two guys. Looks like they've got some like volcano type weed vape thing. That's a big uh, got a big bag yep. full of vapor. And uh, they have, you know, two chicks there. They're thinking that they're going to be, you know, each one's getting a, getting one. They're going to go do their thing. But one of these girls is too drunk to participate. But she's getting sick. Yeah, she's she's sick. She's drunk. She's like, you know, she's totally out of it. And, right. And her uh, friend tells her, you know, don't worry. Just sleep it off. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll take both of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll take, I'll do both. And then the guys get into like a bicker fight about like, like one dude didn't want to have a threesome. Yeah, because he thought it was too gay. <laughs> and then the other dude's like, well, fine. Then I'll just go go with her first and then you can come in out later and the chick's like whatever you know uh-huh. I was like she's like whatever you guys have drugs i <laughs> guess right. yeah, you know exactly. pretty much it seemed like that <laughs> so you know the two of them go back you get a drug dealer. Look, I think it was the dealer shows up. Yeah, yeah. Like, or a friend who friend, has... Friend who's got a hookup or whatever. Yeah. He shows up. Uh, he comes in, sees the passed out chick on the on the, on the the couch. Yeah. And he goes and feels her up, of course, as as happens. Well, and, she's in just her panties, I yeah, she's Yeah, she's just in underwear. Yeah. Uh, so I can't remember. Did they start, like, doing any drugs at that? They, yeah, they try they to pull, give her... No, they, no, they, they pull out some cocaine. Yeah. And then the drug dealer gets the idea of, hey, let's give this sick chick some cocaine. That'll wake her up. It'll get her making, making her feel better. And mm-hmm. then and then you can have your fun. Like, he's like, you know, we'll have some fun with her. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll revive her with cocaine. Yeah. And, and it'll be a much more fun night because the dude was like really whining and bitching about the fact that one of the girls they brought home ended up getting sick or tired, just you yeah. know, sleeping and not fucking him right Yeah, now. I think it was. The, yeah, she was tired. They give her the cocaine. She wakes up, gets sick. Just straight up pukes in the dude's pants. Pukes all over the dude. So she goes to the bathroom to go and take care of herself. Mm-hmm. And I guess the, the friend with the hookup decides to leave at this point. Uh, or... 
whatever happens to get him to leave the room. But I think this is around the time where he goes out the door as she's coming in. No, 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 no. So, so chick, they wake up chick with the cocaine. And this is if I remember correctly. Yeah. She vomits on the disappointed dude, like the apartment owner's pants. Yeah. He leaves the room to change his pants. So you're stuck with drug dealer and the chick. Chick runs to the bathroom to finish vomiting. And the drug dealer dude hears, like, you know, he's like, either he's going to step out to get something or he hears someone at the door. Either Mm -hmm. way, it draws him to the door. Yeah, exactly. He goes out the door and she's right there, immediately stabs him in the stomach. And it's... And disembowels. Yeah, as usual in this movie, it's like even just him getting stabbed in the stomach is vicious. I mean, like there is a struggle with the blade. She's like kind of sawing at his Mm -hmm. guts. And when she finally rips the knife away, the dude lets go of his stomach his guts fall all over the floor yeah. and he's looking at his hands where he's missing like four fingers yeah because like in, yeah because in his <laughs> attempt the, to grab the blade yeah. he had, but of course he's missing like two fingers and like the part like the the, the yeah he can still he can still throw up some devil horns and yeah, go to a devil metal horns, show but yeah. you know, he's got nothing else <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that happens uh dude who had the whose pants got all covered in puke runs out slips into puke yeah she uh, accidentally stabs the uh the 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 weed vapor bag and like gets sort of like partially uh, partially high while this is happening and uh in in the fight with with this other guy a bong gets broken and she ends up stabbing him in the throat well he tries to stab her with it yeah she tries yeah exactly and she ends up getting it from him and stabbing him with it yeah he gets that (laughs) thing in the throat it does exactly what I want a uh, glass uh, vessel being shoved into someone's body in a movie uh, to do, which is fill with blood I as know. he dies. Again, <laughs> the savagery. It's, it's a good touch. Yeah. Very good yeah. touch. The attention to detail in all of these kills are phenomenal. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know if I've seen anything quite like it where they paid so close attention to the physics mm-hmm. and the reality of how a human body would respond to being stabbed with a broken glass bong oh yeah or, totally you know or be you know just get uh, yeah mm. so like not to belabor this too much and just yeah, keep we, going into too much detail drunk yeah. chick gets like her head smashed in the toilet uh the yep. dude having sex in the back he gets stabbed mid mid doing it no, uh, orgasm, yeah I and uh like he gets multiple stabbed and then she finally cuts his dick off and sprays blood all over the girl yeah the girl doesn't even know what's happening until the pe- the severed penis falls on the, the pillow, bed next, pillow to her, next to her head. and then she then the corpse drops and then you have the you know, naked girl trying to get away from the killer she uh, crawls until under the bed. yeah finally going under the bed uh, our protagonist slash murderer gets a knife through the Achilles tendon, and then she grabs a broken board. And well, no, she rips the mattress yeah, off yeah, the bed. Yeah, exactly. Trying, I don't want to yeah, go like too know, much detail. But like, but, try, yeah. Yeah, mattress is lifted up. There's just board like uh, board slats that she's trying to stab this girl through. Accidentally gets the knife in her leg. She grabs a broken board, and you see her just slam it down between the slats. Yeah, knowing exactly where that thing went. Yeah. You know, it went right into this girl's mouth. And then the second she lets go of the board and it starts clattering and like shaking like you can tell it's still stuck in somebody that's still alive it's just the just one of the most shocking moments again still comedic in its timing she grabs it and then like tries to stop it and finally gets her down there (laughs) (laughs) but you know we have that happening uh it's 
cops show up, cops die, uh, yeah. chick with the board shows up, which is actually why the cops even realize there's a problem in the first place. Everything seems to be going okay until all they look and there's, oh, there's a naked girl with a board in her face. In her mouth. In her mouth. And then, kind she, of, then yeah. she falls down at one point. The board goes through the back of her head. It's pretty sweet. Oh, there's it's so crazy. much so that much. happens. Yeah. And again, the attention to detail is just so finite and so yeah so you've just got to yeah. see this one it's that, that, just, that's it one is like even us even us movie. spoiling all these kills and talking mm-hmm. about them doesn't even scratch the surface of actually getting to see these yeah. because the the level of savagery the level of ridiculousness and and you know, the comedic the weird comedic timing in between all of these kills as well mm-hmm. like the poor drug dealer dude trying to like pull out his little like weed blunt and yeah. realizing it had it had gone yeah. out He's and him there, just, just like, like oh, might as man. well and then just oh it went out like yeah i just like <laughs> he just wanted bit. a hit before he died <laughs> after having his guts hanging all over the place uh, poor guy but it was very realistic they, they definitely did their research or at least had an idea of how the human body would respond or just to... have a total lunatic working for him who just knows yeah right or either <laughs> way of how like you know being, <laughs> they just being... got like a, a war veteran who's like that's not what happens when you put a board through someone's face yeah, <laughs> but, like, but in chinese but like the fact that you know like disemboweling someone you would not die that quickly from it yeah, exactly. you know, depending on where it stabbed if it didn't hit any of your mm-hmm. absolute major organs it'd be a long and painful yeah. death before you finally You're getting died. there but. yeah so so you know so him it all it cutting to him in multiple situations yeah, he lasts through so much so too. He, like he lives a lot longer than most movies would uh-huh. you know which was actually something i always considered annoying when someone gets like gut stabbed and then they fall over dead oh i did and i'm just like i mean you have to hit like a, again a major organ for someone to die that quickly from, yeah. a, from a gut wound instead usually you're just spilling stomach acid into your into your insides and it's painful mm-hmm. and just sucks but you're still alive yeah you know it's it, like you're gonna die it's, it's like those yet. those kinds of wounds you can last days mm-hmm. so that kind of thing is like i always got i got such a kick out of it because they kept coming back he just wasn't dead yet he just wasn't dead yet and he was you know finally he does but it's just <laughs> anyway so yeah. you're, you're right so it, it's funny watching the movie the first time you don't think about it but thinking back on it it is a dark comedy it i would really definitely is. fall this under just a dark like comedy. the overall premise of just what she's trying to do along with just the kills i'd say this movie is a black comedy of the blackest order it is yes. super dark uh, but we've spent about 30 minutes talking about <laughs> dream home so uh, in case you didn't realize we liked this one i loved it and would recommend it highly very much it it's a little hard to find. We had we struggled to get good subtitles. Um, yep, it's uh you know you are basically going to find this either for rental on YouTube mm-hmm. or Blu-ray. Yes, or the high seas, and sometimes subtitles in those cases suck. But moving yeah. on, moving on. Uh, our next movie is uh, going in a different direction, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely a different direction in quality. We watched a movie called Clown Motel uh, that has the subtitle to it, Spirits Arise, which I only learned that from looking this movie up on IMDb (laughs) to look up the director, Joseph Kelly. Apparently, this movie is also on Amazon Prime, which I didn't realize, but it makes things extra convenient. It is a... It's the movie you'd expect something called Clown Motel to be, or at mm-hmm. least the movie that I would expect a movie called Clown Motel I to be. I think if from hearing Clown Motel, yeah, and then seeing the poster for yeah. it, 
let those expectations be. Yeah, like, that, that, that's, that's be. the interesting thing. When so you know, we posted, we, we do a lot of posts of these movies on social media. We mm-hmm. have our Instagram uh, Spooky House Podcast on Instagram. If you can follow us, <laughs> but uh, you posted about Clown Motel when we were when we were going to mm-hmm. be watching it, and uh, you know, a lot of movies that we post about, we get some occasional reactions from friends like, "Oh, this is a good one. I want to see this." Yeah. But you know, we haven't ever, we didn't really have anything that made people go, "Oh, that looks too scary." I don't know if I'll watch it until we posted about Clown Motel. Which I don't get. Clown I, fear. I don't get clown fear. I'm, I don't understand clown I've never, fear. I mean, unless you unless you lived in an era of like Gacy, I don't Even know. still. I don't, I don't think know. the and clown thing, that clown thing was more like tangential to it. More like, oh, that's really weird that he did clown stuff too. Right. But, but like, didn't like necessarily make clowns scary, I wouldn't think. Uh, I mean, like, but having an experience like yeah. like that. Like if yeah. you came Some close, kind of traumatic clown experience yeah. that's legit. I can get that. You know, I can get behind that. But just, I, I don't get it. I really don't. What is with, because the art of like the 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 performance yeah, clowning. Of, of clowning is something that is ancient like is yeah, a very it's like an old ancient form, form of, of comedy of and comedy that has been like that has been around for a long time it's a it, it predates certain type of pantomime you know pantomiming mm-hmm. it's like there's a school on it yeah you know it's like i personally and like and, and i have seen clowns perform either through rodeos cuz we're in the south mm-hmm. in my childhood or like the few times like the one time i went to go like to a circus you know i yeah and I thought that they were fine. I had no severe reaction, but my entire like life and childhood, I've had friends who were severely horrified of clowns, and they could never really give me a good reason why. Yeah, they're just, just clowns other, are scary. Or like, oh, there was a creepy clown doll that my grandmother had that freaked me out as a kid. I can't stand it. Or like okay. some, something very yeah. It's like I don't. I just don't get it. Yeah, because I, it's a I can't clown. empathize. I can't understand it. So I it's guess fine. I'm yeah, but. I mean, one of my Whatever. all-time favorite, like, <laughs> old movies is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, because it's goofy. And yeah. I think that, you know, a, a movie that is based on clowns is going to be intrinsically knowing that it's stupid. Yeah. You know, it knows that the idea that fearing clowns comedy. is clowns dumb. Clowns are comedic. And, but, yeah, I, 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 I don't get it. it. Okay. But either way, either we watched way. a clown movie. Yeah, we and clown we motel. watched a low-quality clown movie oh, at that. so, so bad. It, like quality it was wise. fun. We, like, we yeah. had our, we had a good time with it. We did. Uh, there is some interesting trivia uh, involving this movie in the yeah. cast. Yeah, like so. Uh, who, so who was it that was in this one that so you pointed out? It, so uh, young Jason Voorhees. Yes, from, from the, the original, original Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. The mutated boy who pops up and grabs the canoe at the end yes. of the movie. Mm-hmm. This he, is that yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy as an adult, obviously the leader of the clowns. Yeah, he was the leader of the clowns in this. Um, and then they also had another dude. Um, I can't remember which one he was from. Wasn't he the first unmasked Michael Myers? I believe so. I think that's what, yeah. what I remember you saying. Uh, and, and so, so they had. So you yeah, had a Jason and a Michael Myers. Yeah, like, so they had former these guys. actors in the same movie. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know how to I don't know how to talk about this movie so, to a degree. You so know, Clown Motel, it it has all that like the the feeling the. the Deeply has the feeling of a of a low budget like TV production. Yeah. Uh, so I had a very strange moment at the beginning of this movie uh, where you know it it starts off. I don't even know if this is exactly at the beginning of the movie, but early on, it's a scene of all of the clowns at the clown motel. Right. 
no explanation as to why this is happening, but there are a bunch of clowns that apparently feel like they're uh, outcast from society. I don't know why, but they're all wearing clown makeup and they're all clowns and they're just capering around and uh, just partying sort of well, outside of a motel. I mean, I can... I. That's how, I mean, that is kind of how the movie starts. I can tell. I mean, I remember how the movie uh, well, starts. Well, I, I wanted to get to yeah. like to comparison here. So w- when they're doing this, just the awkwardness of you know the, the the way that they're talking, the way that the scenes are directed, the way it feels like it's filmed with a camcorder that might have a tripod right. occasionally, but it just has this this element of cheapness that is to me only reminiscent of one thing. And anyone who grew up in the early 90s in a super conservative uh, Christian uh, church that this is extremely reminiscent of this old old Christian TV show called The Gospel Bill Show. Oh, gosh. It has the same low-quality outfits, low-quality costuming, people kind of standing around not really like knowing what they're doing for certain scenes it it it's not the same thing no but it hit me like somewhere deep in the soul like there was a cringe of oh i remember that and i got forced to go to that camp Ooh. for a week and it was one of the weirdest and most like annoying weeks of my life as a small child but <laughs> either way it was something that struck me that normally I don't think is going to strike anyone else to this movie, but ugh, <laughs> so I, I had a little bit of an aversion to it at the beginning, but right. not in not too much of a bad way to where I wouldn't didn't actually enjoy the, the film. Yeah. But and it's... And that was a flashback. So that was a flashback. It, it shifted in quality a little bit. Yeah. So it jumps from there to some guys who are doing a uh, sort of a web yeah. TV show. Do you want to do a breakdown? Or... Yeah, yeah, that's right. I guess we do do those. I got so confused by remembering the Gospel Bill yeah, show that so, it erased so my what, mind. The part you were talking about yeah. was go and so, give us a layout. Uh, so <laughs> the movie starts movie. off with a terrible, terrible filter over a, like you said, a camcorder, poor quality, where you have a handful of people talking about how they really want to get access to some gold that was found in a cave. That's right. And that the cave is owned by. You know, the, the land the cave is on is owned by these weirdos <laughs> who also have a motel set up um, where, you know, like where they can, um, you know, and, and they're the ones who, who are mining the gold out of this cave, like these weirdos. So they end up getting a guy who is familiar with the with these outcasts to guide them to where they are, which I don't know why they needed a guy for a guide, but whatever. Yeah whatever they're not really explaining it and it shows them like hiding behind like a barrel or a haystack or something as they watch all yeah, these something people, not very convincing for all cover. these people in clown costumes dancing around and celebrating because they have found their little area of the world where they can be themselves that's right <laughs> they you know they, they built this motel using the gold from the mines from this cave they have created this little clown motel where they all can live and be left at peace and be can clowns. do their clown thing, right? <laughs> and uh, and so, I mean, this this movie was um, crowdfunded, and a lot of the clowns were people like don't like you know you know people who had donated enough money to get little bit parts. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of tell which those people yeah probably are which. <laughs> like I could at least, um, and uh, and so but you know everyone's celebrating and stuff. These, you know, bad guys end up coming in, murdering everybody. Yeah, they just set fire to the place. They set fire to the place, you know, 
kill all the clowns so that they can go and mine the gold out of this cave. And that's the flashback. Mm -hmm. And then it flips over to modern time where you have two storylines. You have these two, these three guys doing a, doing a podcast or mm -hmm. like a YouTube show. Yeah, they're doing like a YouTube show where they're inve they're paranormal investigators. Yeah. yeah, they're doing paranormal investigating, and they have their little camcorder and they're in an RV traveling around. And then you also have a, a bridal party doing a bachelorette thing for one of their friends who's getting married. <laughs> you know, she's getting married in three days or whatever. They and keep they're saying that. Where, where, they going to like Vegas or and something? Going, yeah, or? I think they're going to Nevada or California. I can't. Yeah, remember. they're going somewhere. They're but going they're, on a road trip. They're on a road trip in a desert. And, uh, Unimportant. <laughs> and they end up, and both of these groups end up getting stuck on a haunted road where they, no matter how long they're driving, they're constantly like being forced to go in a circle yeah, until they, finally no they, no matter how far they drive, they keep passing the same clown motel. Yeah. And so finally they have to pull into the motel because either they've run out of gas or their car, or they just need directions or it's getting dark or, or what have you, mm -hmm. you know, cause they can't seem to, or they're lost and they can't seem to find their way out. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and so they get, you know, they meet up with these guys. The guys got there first. You know, I'm sorry. The acting is so bad. <laughs> I just don't want to talk about it anymore, like, to a degree. Yeah. Like, in, in so, a, in, yeah, a storyline so, perspective. Yeah, from a storyline perspective, it's not too, not very important. It's uh, these people staying at this clown motel. There's no, no staff. They end up just staying there overnight. Uh, the, I guess there's one room key that they find. No. The guys grabbed one room key and lied saying that there was only one room key that, okay there and you the go. girls bought it because they're so stupid <laughs> like he literally just reached over the counter to an entire board of keys <laughs> for the entire hotel yeah grabbed one at random and said only one i see you know there's only one here i'm like easily these girls could have literally gone are you sure yeah walked around and seen all the stupid keys yeah but he talks the he talks them into or they you know get talked into spending the night in their uh, room in, in, in like all in a room together uh you know they have a, a late night of hanging out and drinking and, and uh eating eating, edibles. eating their edibles and uh wake up to uh what looks like words written in blood, mm -hmm. uh, like saying "enjoy the show" on the, uh, inside their window. Yeah, and uh, you get at at various moments during during the setup to this movie, there you know, people see what looks like a clown like passing by the window yeah. and stuff. But it's it's you, you get a a clown siege that happens. Of course, Pretty clowns much. are attacking. Clowns are uh, seem to be ghost like, uh, where they. Where when someone dies, when one of the humans dies, a Another clown one shows up. I don't really know what's going either. on here. It involves a mine that clowns get spawned out of. Yeah, they spawn out of the 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 very gold mine front that was mentioned in the beginning. Is, it's the movie's kind of a mess. Yes, it, it's it's a fun mess. It is a fun mess. It's it's not something to take seriously. No, but it's if you super want cheesy. if you want just a cheesy movie where a big fat clown fucks a ham. Yeah, and then another, and then a guy, then someone else gets uh, put in place of the ham, let's, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> I thought that was a fun part. But they did suggest that he liked it that way because they found his sex toys later in the car. Oh yeah, RV. that's right, he did. So you know, of if anyone's gonna get attacked by a clown, at least you know maybe in that manner he took things a little less bad than everyone else could have. Right, but. Clown Motel was an interesting film. It's not a good movie. No, it's not a good movie. At all. Nuh-uh. It's cheesy. It's dumb. 
But sometimes it's it's the it, sort of thing you it, might want. It had it falls under that low low budget kind of horror movie that we've watched a lot of. You yeah, know, this, it has this, it has some year. charm. I wouldn't say it has the same charm that the Slaughterhouse Lumber Party had. No. I think that's our most charming weirdo. That one, that one was, <laughs> thing it, ever. I feel like it tried to be a lot like that kind of yeah. thing where it was very self aware. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, it knew was, that it wasn't a good but, movie. But there's just so many things in that movie where they, you know. I don't know. It's just it didn't, and the kills aren't very good. Kills aren't very like good. The, the the moments. The twist were, is kind of. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what the twist was. Was there a twist? Yeah, you can't get out. There's no way out. They Uh-oh. tried to fix the problem. Remember, they tried oh, to yeah. find. They, you know, yeah, they tried, they tried to, go to, to the fix back the whole the thing. They all end up being clowns at the end. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. Yeah. It was spoiler the, alert. No, no one escapes. Kind of <laughs> twist. You know? Yeah. So I mean. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of. <sighs> I mean, it it's was, it's it, it's a movie if you're in the mood for a particular kind of cheese. Yeah, it's then, cheesy. Then it's, that's then the, that's the sort of movie we're talking campy, about here. And it's better than Run Hide Die. Oh, so much better than Run Hide Die, but not by much. Not by a whole lot. Not by a whole lot. I'd, I'd say it's say more it. entertaining. It was definitely a lot more entertaining. The clowns were funny. I enjoyed the clowns. There, there were some the, good clowns. They definitely a handful of the clowns definitely stole the show yeah. and were a lot more fun than others. The little clown was fun. <laughs> yeah, he was like he was a uh, it was like Wallace or Walter from uh like Scrubs. Yeah, you know, I recognized him from the Scrubs series because uh-huh. he was the little karate uh, gentleman who kept punching JD in the crotch <laughs> uh, in JD's fantasies. So and, that's uh, the kind of star power you can expect from yeah, Clown Motel. <laughs> young Jason and uh, the clown from Scrubs, or uh, the, yeah. the 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 uh, the guy, the crotch puncher yeah, a, from Scrubs, a Michael Myers. The original Jason Voorhees as a child, and the crotch punching uh, little person from Scraps. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So we have two more Star movies power. to talk about. <laughs> Star power. All right. Uh, so you know, switching back over into much higher quality much higher cinema, quality. we ended up watching uh, Rabbit, the uh, the 2019 remake of David Cronenberg's uh, arm, haunted armpit classic. Uh, <laughs> you mutated armpit classic. Mutated armpit. It's more fun it's to not say. Haunted. Ha- it's more fun to say haunted but it's not armpit. Haunted. It's yeah, who cares if it's accurate. <laughs> Me. Okay. You. <laughs> so rabid. Uh, so came out in 2019, directed mm-hmm. by the Soska sisters. Uh, who the only movie that we've really seen of theirs is, was American Mary. Okay. Great movie. Love that movie. Oh yeah. I Absolutely love a good strong fantastic. woman. Yeah, yeah. If you want a good. Yeah. Yeah, strong, mm. strong woman movie. American Mary is a great one to it go for. It was a for. delicious movie. They that also movie was directed delicious. another movie that I want to watch directly because of the title. It's called Dead Hooker in a Trunk. Sweet. So I want to see that movie, but that's not the movie we're talking about no, now. We're talking, we're talking about, about Rabbit. Could you tell us a little bit about the movie Rabbit, Mary? Okay. Well, they definitely deviate a good bit from the original story. Yeah. So I'm huge fan of the original mm-hmm. story, the original Cronenberg one from the 70s. Um, but of course, you know, they're doing a remake and they have to do some reimagining. So you have your main protagonist girl dreams of being a clothing designer works for a high-end designer dude this mugatu ass looking motherfucker looks so much like we got to like, he, <laughs> he acts like we got to so the much zoolander villain yeah. with brown hair it's, yeah. it's amazing i so, love him i think he's german i don't know what he's supposed Austrian. to be he's, he's supposed to be anyway that so in a, I, as far as i know in an undisclosed city 
she like you know she she i can't remember where this takes place but unimportant i'd say so she and her her best friend's a model for this guy and she is a seamstress slash designer that works directly under him so she Mm -hmm. makes you know the alterations to his gowns that he designs and she is i think he's a person like an assistant slash um like designing assistant as well so you know she just you know if something needs to be taken in slightly or altered or adjusted she's one of the girls that does it it immediately establishes that she's vegan mm-hmm. or, or vegetarian yep. at least. Yep, they have um, established that. She has some scarring on her face yeah, already. She has some fairly severe facial scars from an accident from when an she accident, was younger. Yeah, when she was younger. So her nose is a little offset. You know, her skin's a little bit, you know. Yeah, um, she's not like a train wreck or anything, but no. she, there's definite scars. Yeah, and uh, and so her fr- her model best friend ends up convincing her to or it ends up you know asking her to go to one of these one of the mugatu's parties yeah we're gonna call him mugatu because i yeah i don't i don't think i can call him anything else mm-hmm. she's not sure you know she's very much the quiet beaten down mouse personality type very yeah. little self you know very self-conscious not much confidence in her but one of the photographers ends up asking her to her to go as well and he seems really charming and actually kind of like really you know really mm-hmm. wants seems her like to, a good guy yeah seems like a good guy and and he he kind of like insinuates that it might be kind of a date like he'd like for her mm-hmm. to come as his you know as his number one or as his a uh, you know plus one or whatever um though no, she makes the list so um yeah. so she ends up borrowing a dress from the designer because she didn't mm-hmm. have anything to wear her best friend's like oh we'll just you know pick something out of here you know kind of thing yeah. so she ends up borrowing the dress from the designer dude mugatu it shows up and like the security guard the security like dude at the front of the club is like that night is like really skeptic that this chick's on the yeah, list yeah he's having a real hard time believing that she's actually and he's like to be lazily here. going through the list and she's like i literally made this list just, mm-hmm. i put my own name on this list and he's just <laughs> yeah, like mm, i made I the know. list you know the other uh, other models that you know that were earlier seen cackling at her and making fun of her as mugatu put her down for being late um earlier in the movie you know they they literally sh- like shoulder shove her out of the way mm-hmm, as rude. you know as the bouncer at the front finally finds her name on the list and lets her in so yeah. you know she ends up having a lovely time with the photographer dude he gets her a drink they end up chatting she kind of hides from Mugatu because she wasn't actually mm-hmm. expecting him to be at the club yeah, didn't want to be seen and in that dress. Uh, and didn't want him to see her in a dress that she was not al- not allowed to borrow yeah she ends up excusing herself to go to the bathroom and then overhears some models cackling and talking about her and making fun of her, saying that her best friend had actually pushed the photographer dude to ask her out on a date, you know, like, mm-hmm. like convinced him to ask her on a date as a favor to her, the yeah, model and chick. They're, they're like making fun of her face and like yeah. talking about and the, the scars know, and, and stuff. And talking about Who how could, like, ugh. yeah, like they're just, you know, bitches. Yeah. Bitches basis, being man. bitches. And, uh, and so heartbroken, she is just devastated that this happened. She goes and confronts her best friend. Like, is this true? Her friend's just like, I didn't mean any harm by it. I just thought you could have a nice night out. I was mm-hmm. trying to do something nice for you. Mentions how, you know, I've always been by your side ever since the accident. You know, kind of establishing that there was an accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and girl, just upset, rushes out of the building, gets on her Vespa, and promptly gets hit by just, a car. Just creamed by a truck or yeah, something. And yeah, and like, just, yeah, just, just pulls out, gone. just, yeah, pulls out, you know, distraught, not paying attention, pulls out in the road, gets just slammed straight in the car with a, like a truck or something. 
And uh, and you like hear people screaming. Her best friend's calling her name. Clicks over to the hospital um, where she's told that her mouth is like shattered and has been permanently wi- wired shut. Or wired shut for now. Like yeah, while, for now. While and, healing. Yeah, and, while healing. Yeah. But like they could not reconstruct it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. It, she's going to be drinking through straws for a long time. Yeah. And of, of course, she immediately. I don't know why, but she asks. I want like a little. She has her little dry erase board and she's like, I want to see it. Yeah. No, you yeah, don't. To where the doctor's like, fine, show her. Just don't look in mirror. Just avoid mirrors from now yeah, on. Yeah, like she sees herself. <laughs> it's be pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Like they went for more graphic than yeah. realistic, which. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it runs into that problem with prosthetics that, you know, you know I, I love practical effects. Right. But there, there's a certain point where when you're trying to do wounds that uh, would normally have depth to them and right. on, on areas of the body that it's really hard to construct depth. Right. So uh, basically to describe her injury, she's missing like a huge chunk of the flesh on uh, like the left side of her face. Yeah, so and it's like her she's teeth mo- are yeah, showing. She's missing her lips from like the center of her mouth all the way nearly to her ear. Yeah. And so you get teeth that are wired shut. But, you know, it's it's that prosthetic the teeth are kind of like a little bit too far forward yeah it's it's evocative of what happened and you know what they're trying to get across yeah and, her I, face and i don't think all fucked and they weren't trying to go for realistic i yeah, think they were it, going for shocking yeah it's, it definitely goes more shocking than trying to be like right. truly like real and but that's fine that, yeah. it's, a, it's a good effect right. it's, it's, it looks cool so this kind of lines you up with the original story so the mm-hmm. original story just for like a little like background on this was you know the same you know, protagonist chick mm-hmm. and her boyfriend were get in a car accident where she ends up getting horribly injured boyfriend ends up getting you know, walking away with minor injuries but she ends up also being like horrifically scarred and mm-hmm. and screwed over like by a car accident so yeah. so that's so we're now lining up with a little bit of of the original and and like in the original story she gets so she you know in the in the, in the remake that we're watching mm-hmm. she moves in with her best friend because her best friend's like i'm here for you i'll do anything i can for you you're moving in with me i'm gonna help take care of you you know that kind of stuff so yeah. she moves in with her best friend she's trying her best to like eat and which is which is a struggle mm-hmm you know, it shows her like, you know, she has to blend everything up mm-hmm. and uh and and have like put it through like this, you know, giant like syringe with yeah, a straw. Like a on turkey it. based or yeah, syringe turkey, type yeah. thing. And uh and so she's struggling to eat and she ends up getting an email from a a, a transhumanist uh yeah a transhumanist like hospital thing where it, it's essentially like a hospital for the stars. Yeah. Quasi, you know. Yeah, it's experimental treatments of for for the rich in, and famous, in, in the vein of transhumanism, thinking that like you, we can transcend what you know yeah, humanity yeah, we, is supposed we, to be. We aim to to rise above, and we're human limited by government, uh, government and laws against experimentation, yeah. and that's this. And this, so the place. they say, "Hey, your doctor from you know from your accident, the one who was like, you know, I'd avoid mirrors from now on." Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> which I yeah, yeah, that was a great line. <laughs> I'd avoid mirrors from now. on. But uh, so he, so that, so that doctor thinking of her recommended her to this facility and the facility reaches out to her through an email saying, Hey, come see if we can, we can help you. Yeah. So she ends up going, you know, she and her friend go, she and her bestie go and they are like, you're perfectly eligible for our treatment. We can totally help you. You know, this is definitely something we can do for you. Um, like very much like in the original story. So original story girl goes to a facility like this as well with similar promises of fixing her. Yeah. And, uh, and so 
she and you know initially is scared yeah there's sure. a lot of skepticism there's a lot of skepticism but they pretty much promised her they'd foot the bill because yeah. it is an experimental procedure and they wanted you know and so you're, you're yeah pretty you're much, a subject that meets exactly our criteria yeah, and, and so, if you like sign away like these yeah these different you, things we will let you or we will fix you yeah we will fix you and so her best friend ends up convincing her, like, what else are you going to do? Yeah, what do you is, got to lose? What do you have to lose? And so, you know. Which, fi- all you got to do is hold up a mirror and be like, hmm? Yeah, I know, mm, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, if you could talk again, essentially, you know. Uh-huh. So she relents and she, and, it, and then it switches to like the coolest surgery like the scene ever. The sweetest <laughs> surgical suite I've ever seen. With the dopest surgical like Some outfits. Dope ass scrubs, man. That's like, I want that, like so, a cult level like yeah. looking red, deep blood red scrubs. Like. Yeah, if Dario Argento designed a surgical suite, <laughs> then that's the sort of thing that you'd see. Everyone's draped in like these just red silk scrubs. No, that are, not scrubs, more like red like silky uh or satin Sur- looking like surgical uh, like surgical um, dress like gowns. Like, yeah, gowns, yeah. Uh matching uh like matching hats that were more like hoods. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, like their face masks were also the same color. It's Everything, almost like it was the, beautiful. It's almost like the red. I can't remember the names, but like, okay, it's Star Wars. Yeah. They had oh, the guys yeah. in the red. Those dudes. Yeah. The guys yeah. like the, like from the, mm-hmm. from the newer Star Wars series, like they had the guys in the red that had like the, the very draped over capes and stuff. Yeah. Very reminiscent of that. Absolutely. Um, so very, that. very cardinal like, you know, mm-hmm. imagery. And very, very like cult like. Yeah, and, made it look like some kind of crazy ritual. Loved it. Yeah. She, you know, they, they have like the shimmery skin that they place upon mm-hmm. her face that just fixes her up nice and pretty. Like yep. she wakes up, undoes like the gauze on her face, and all of her skin's fixed. Yeah, she looks better than she did before the accident. Yeah, she, her old scars pretty. are gone. Yeah, it's it's the classic. Take the the glasses off the nerd, and suddenly she's a supermodel. Take her hair down. Yeah, yeah. Take but her glasses one, off. Like, take yeah, her take, hair take down. Take her swish, glasses swish. off, which she didn't. She didn't need glasses anymore. Yep, they fixed her. And glasses. she's like down three scars from the original. Yes. And suddenly she's hot. Yeah, she's movie it's hot now. Gorgeous. That's right. Yeah. Before she was movie ugly. Which meant like yeah, three scars in your face. Oh, it's just what a dog. Which is funny because she was fine. Like yeah, I considered totally. her cute. Like the act, like the actress was a little too pretty. Yeah. Uh, it's the, even, that even normal when they problem tried to, even of... when they tried to uggo her, like mm-hmm. she was still really pretty. Like yeah, I mean I consider her still prettier than me. Like kind of thing. <laughs> like well, shit. It's like I'm just <laughs> she's <screwed>. ugly. What, <laughs> the, what does this mean? What am I? <laughs> So, but it's just one of those like Hollywood situations. Yeah. So, and and then it progresses similarly to the original story where something's not quite right. You know, she feels great. Like mm-hmm. she, you know, he, you know, the doctors release her. Like the do- you know, doctor dude who you know did the surgery and everything. You know, he ends up releasing her, saying she can go home. You know, but make sure you take these pills. And make sure you drink this protein shake stuff. Yeah, anytime you have trouble keeping things down, anytime drink you your have, protein yeah, shake. You got to drink this protein shake. Like, you know, and it's in this like red bottle kind of. Of course, it's bright red. It's bright, like, yeah, that cardinal, like that blood yeah. red kind of mm-hmm. color. And it's it's, like, it's jello red. Yeah, jello red. Very yeah. good. Um, and so he's like, you know, you know, keep this in your fridge. Drink it if you're having trouble keeping food down. Make sure you eat your meals. Take these pills as you need them. Kind of, Or, you know, make sure you take your medicine. Mm-hmm. And so she goes back to her friend. She's inspired to design different kinds of clothes and dresses. She ends up getting her old job back. But 
as an actual designer. Like Mugatu sees her new designs, falls in yeah, love. Yeah, sees her as a whole new person. Well, sees her as a whole new person. It's probably because her face isn't so fucked up. He's just know, like right? he can look past. Like, oh, you're not so ugly anymore. I know, right? It's yeah. just like, but, but everything's working out for her. And he should talk. But she is also, during this time, struggling to eat anything other than those protein shakes. Mm -hmm. And she is having vivid hallucinations hallucinations. uh, of, like, attacking people. Yeah. She bites this dude in the... At the very beginning of the the movie. Or not the beginning, but, like, the beginning of her, like, recovery at the hospital when she... uh, walks out finds the swimming pool at the facility uh-huh. there's a soap opera star dude hot just dude like yeah it. hot dude just swimming around just like there swimming you know chilling yeah. out she, getting some uh, maintenance done yeah, as he she, said she jumps him and makes out with him and yep. bites the piss out of his tongue mm-hmm. and uh and then and then like scurries away kind of comes to her senses and scurries back to her room yeah to which to which the doctor is like dreaming that was a dream that was all a dream that's just your subconscious tell me more did you get into the water yeah, you know? and and from from here we get into the meat of the story, yeah. which is you know it's it's rabbit. You it, are yeah. it is a an infection coming from one person yep. that's spreading, causing violence. Yep. Uh, there's it's a lot of pandemic themes going on in this movie, which might be a little bit triggering for some people. <laughs> which is funny. You know, we'll talk about everything that that's horrible in all these movies, but you know, I I do feel a need to be like, yeah, this might be triggering. Yeah. And it follows, and, and which is in suit with the original because the yeah, chick exactly. in the original. It's, it's a very, it's, it, that's that's where things kind of line yeah. up with the original. I will say, like from here, I don't want to get too much no, into it. No, and we and, probably need to move on and we need soon because we're talking about it for a while. Yeah, it's a good but movie. it's a great, it, it's a good, I'd say it's a good remake. Yes. At first, I was a little upset because in the original Rabbit, the chickens up developing an orifice in her armpit where a mm-hmm. tentacle comes out, and that's how she drinks the blood of her victims. Yes, and then also passes on this this uber rabies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was upset that this chick didn't seem to have an armpit orifice, mm-hmm. but you know what? Towards the end of the movie, they come through. They come through. They come through. So you, if you want a giant like. Uh, like three foot long penis looking thing coming out of a chick's armpit yep you get it in you this get movie. it with a with a hook at the end mm-hmm. <laughs> you know with a little like a, a spur or something at the end of it yeah it was very good um but it, it, it was very reminiscent of the original armpit tentacle so mm-hmm. i was i was i was getting really disappointed that they weren't going to keep that in there and then they brought it in towards mm-hmm. the end and i'm like Bully for you. I'm glad. And they explained it in a way that made sense. It wasn't just one orifice. These things kind of just came out of her. Yeah. You know, and and there, there is some just good Cronenbergian weirdness Very later on in the movie. Oh, just some craziness. Great, great Cronenberg Speak, weirdness. So this is a total tangent. But speaking of Cronenberg, I did just get the movie Possessor, hmm. which is Brandon Cronenberg's new film. This is oh. David Cronenberg's son. So okay. that's something we'll have to check out soon. Yeah, yeah. Sounds fun. Apparently it's a good possession movie. And Ooh, like I'm, good I'm excited about that. Excuse me. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, but I w- okay. Before we move on, I would <laughs> okay. say good movie. Good movie. Fine remake. Yes. I I mean I'd love to do a back to back comparison between I think, the two. I, I don't think it'd be a bad idea to revisit the two of these. We movies may at revisit some point. these two if we start doing like I'd like to start doing back to back like just you know originals and remakes and our opinions about mm-hmm. both of them kind of series yeah, as we, we go we've through. We've got some and ideas do, yeah. of what to what to bring but forward in the future. I will say I was not disappointed. No, if you're a fan of the original, I think this is still a good movie. It doesn't. It doesn't it, stray so far. It doesn't ruin the original. Doesn't like shit on it yeah. in any way. 
it's it's, it's quality. Yeah, and, and it's a fun movie to watch. Like, and, uh, and, and CM Punk has a cameo in yeah. this. Uh, the wrestler, he's got. Uh, it, it's a pretty short scene, especially you know if he he's got he's got like poster credit on yeah. this like his name's on the poster and it's yeah. like uh, i mean he, and he gets like a total gets, of maybe 10 minutes like yeah he, he gets attacked during like a makeout scene and then he gets uh, a and fight he, and then he busts through a window yeah it's like he maybe has generously 10 minutes of generously, screen time yeah. generously but yeah it's and, dm punk it's yeah. good to see him <laughs> yeah so but good movie highly recommend mm-hmm. it Definitely should give it a watch. Yes. Moving on to our last Our movie. final movie. Our final movie that we We've watched on Halloween. So we watched Random Acts of Violence. Yes. This is a movie that came out also 2019, directed by Jay Baruchel. Uh, I believe that's how you would pronounce his last name. Sorry if uh, it's not. Yes, I'm sorry, Jay. As if you'd listen to this, you're not going to give a shit about this. Uh, hasn't directed anything else we've seen. I mm-hmm. look back through his IMDb credits, and uh, it's it. Yeah, nothing caught my eye. Mm-hmm. This movie caught my eye. <laughs> oh my goodness! So we are bookending this episode on savagery and violence. I would say, yeah. Uh, Dream Home, in in one regard, was a, an extremely violent movie. Mm-hmm. Had some just you know, shocking, you know, shocking moments of violence. Uh, Random acts of violence. Before we get into the story, which I'll, I'll let you lay out here in a second, there is a scene in this movie that I, I don't know if I've ever seen that many stabs per minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stabs per minute. Like you could measure it, like on like a you he could if we were going by like typist and typing skills, mm-hmm. he's probably running at like sixty stabs a minute, Jeez. maybe more. <laughs> but let's go. Give us a quick rundown of this movie. Yeah. Uh, so you have your story that starts off with uh, you have a comic book artist who is finishing a series and he is struggling to find his ending. Yeah, a bit of writer's block. He's got some writer's block. His series is based off of a real serial killer. So he it's a, it's a comic book where the protagonist is a serial killer and it's through the perspective of the serial killer Mm -hmm. it was a series of murders that actually happened back in the 80s that you know he is basing it off of and then he kind of continued right even though those killings like it takes place in like his old hometown that he doesn't really remember right but that doesn't really they don't really establish that that at all like it's just that's later on in the movie i think this is an interesting serial killer of Mm -hmm. his you know that he that was kind of around the area he grew up you know he ended up continuing on like even though the, the killing stopped after like i think four victims mm-hmm. he continued on the story you know yeah. had you know, gave this guy more victims you know turned him into a character and that's what his comic book was based off of mm-hmm. and uh and he was struggling to end it he was bringing it to an end so with his girlfriend who's also a writer and and like you know an investigative journalist who is actually you know her whole thing was she wanted to look into an interview of the victims of this guy mm-hmm. and uh, of the original serial killer and highlight the victims whereas this dude highlights the serial killer and makes it the bad you know makes it him the protagonist and mm-hmm. holds him up to a degree of like as this badass killer kind of dude yeah. you know gives him an identity and and that kind of thing uh she really wanted to like like write a book on the victims of this, you know, and their families. Mm-hmm. So they're doing a joint road trip with his best friend and partner along with their assistant. Um, as the four of them just drive through like the back roads as they head to New York for, I think, I think it was the New York comic-con something like that. Um, 
uh, or not. like or yeah 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 it was it was it, a New York convention. Yeah, it was a convention um, in New York, not listed as Comic Con, but uh, for rights but, reasons. But that's but that's where they were going to end their their little like tour, mm-hmm. and this was hopefully to bring some inspiration to him because they were going to hit those areas in which that killer had yep, been hit all the hot spots, hit all the, the hot spots where the murders really happened. The chick was hopefully going to get a you know some interviews with some victims as well for her people novel. affected people in the community yeah, that affected, sort of thing. yeah exactly yeah, people who lived in the area during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just asking them some questions just so she could do it. So so you've got these four people in a car just driving across the country, staying at hotel or motels mm-hmm. um peppered Seedier throughout yeah, yeah uh, peppered throughout and as they are traveling through killings start following them that are very reminiscent to the stuff in the comics yes and so it's them getting kind of mixed up in not sure what's going on and yeah, as killer the, mur- the murders start getting closer and closer yeah. to them and they start um and then you know Dude is getting these weird phone calls of just a voice saying numbers, mm-hmm. and he originally thought it was like numbers of like like pages and yeah, chapters he was checking the Bible. Like the Bible and it's like but sort that of wasn't, correlating yeah, things and it, it didn't and quite line it didn't, up. Yeah, it didn't quite line up. And then you know it's it's I don't know how much you want to get into the details. Yeah, he well he does does realize that these are pages and issues from his comic in his book comic. And, and, and the, these killings the, are yeah, lining up with and it. And this killer is recreating kills in his comic. Yeah. The first kill in this movie mm-hmm. is the one that stands out the most to me. Yeah, and it's, it's the it's right after the our protagonists have gotten into town. They've dropped off uh, some comic books in a empty comic uh, rack that's at a gas station. But yeah, and a scene happens where some random dude comes into that gas station Sees and the picks comics. up that comic. Yeah, and then the next kill. Or the, the, the first, first kill, kill happens. happens. A, uh, a group of three people, uh, their car breaks down. A mysterious van shows up to help them. Right. Uh, he's in he's the... He's obviously... Yeah, he's in the in the outfit of that killer. That in the killer. Comic. He's got the, the, the welding helmet. helmet, which is the stupidest thing. But, you know, <laughs> you, can you can't see, see shit. shit through a welder's helmet. But either way, it's not a... It doesn't matter. He's like looking extremely agitated, and the Pacing, uh, he's yeah. telling them, telling the the teenagers like that the, they do need his help. They can't call because he knows cell phones don't work out here. Yeah. They're like, oh, our phone doesn't. They're work. freaking out because they're there's a masked dude. Yeah, this dude's dude. looking super sketchy. So yeah. they get all get in their car, and then he snaps. And and again, it's it's this. You know, it's not the fact that people are getting killed in this movie. It's not the fact that there's violence and blood. It's the suddenness and the savagery of these movies yeah. that really gets me. And it's when that transition happens that he goes from being the guy who's obviously thinking about killing these kids yeah, to it has to happen now. Yeah, he's pacing. He like he's just compelled. explodes and yeah. runs straight towards the car, starts banging on the windows. And then when he gets that door open, he starts stabbing and doesn't stop. Yeah. It's just step, 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 step. It just keeps going. I'm not really even exaggerating. No, and like they're screaming, trying to get away. He is just not like letting them get away. The girl get like the girl in the seat next to the dude who's being stabbed opens the door, and as she's like about to start moving towards the door to get out, his his hand shoots out and stabs straight. 
straight down into her thigh, like almost pinning her yeah. to the seat. And then she keeps moving yeah. and sliding out of the door as the knife is still stuck in her thigh, pulling back and just splitting her leg open. Mm-hmm. And it's very well done. Oh, yeah. It's... There's just the right amount of resistance that yeah. knife has as she pulls away. That's right. extremely disturbing. Uh-huh. And oh, man, it's so good. The result of that kill is ends up being a scene from their comic from book, the, comic. the Triptych, the triptych uh, yeah. which is uh, a scene if you've, uh, I mean, I followed this movie when it was being made and saw like, you know, production stills and stuff, but you probably might not have, li- dear listener or Mary. I didn't. <laughs> uh, but that was the thing that made me want to watch this movie was the Triptych. It's these yeah. uh, three people that are all mutilated and tied together with bar- with a jumper, like uh, not jumper cables, with uh, bungee cords. Yeah. And they're just in this weird like fairly artful sculpture type right. design, but it's corpses. And it's like, whoa, I want to see that movie. Yeah. And I was glad I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's there is a lot we could go into mm-hmm. in this movie. There are scenes that remind me of uh, some of the more jarring moments in Hereditary. Yes. Uh, there's just again every 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 violent act in this movie is extremely quick and savage. Yeah. And, in, in a way that's very satisfying and and and, and also in a, in a sense and, and you find out why later, but like in a sense of because they do they do explain what's happening and why it's happening. Yeah, it all comes together for sure. It definitely comes together, but the, you know. The level of urgency that this guy is is doing these kills, like mm-hmm. it's very it's very interesting, and the level like and he is just so he's compelled to do it, like mm-hmm. you know, and and he he's on a mission, you know, you know, for this kind of thing. Like it, it's hard to explain, but and, I, I highly recommend. And a, a special note to anyone who, like me, has uh, what I feel like is minor minor face blindness <laughs> and the inability to correlate certain things with other things, the flashbacks or the little scenes within the movie, the kid in those scenes is the main character that is the protagonist. <laughs> I was confused until the end of the movie where I went, oh! No, I had to explain it yeah, to you. Yeah, and then I went, oh! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, the little kid is the guy. Like yeah. The flashback scenes, the little, the little boy little, is the guy. The little boy and, drawing the picture yeah. is our comic I thought artist. it was just a weird dream he was having or No, something. he is having flashbacks of his memory. Yep. That is his memory as he's traveling through that this area. That one's on me. That is, yeah. It's like you, I don't yeah. think that was supposed to be hard to get. Yeah, no, I, 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 had <laughs> I think no it was problem. supposed to be clear as day. But yeah. if you are like me, which I'm sorry, <laughs> then you'd want to know that. Yeah. <sighs> well, I, I don't think we should really talk much more no, about random acts of I, violence because than, I do recommend seeing it, and I, I do as well. If I what also we've described so far catches your fancy. Yeah, I highly recommend that one. I really recommend Rabbit, and I super recommend Dreamhouse. Yes. So we've reached the end of our Halloween horror month. I know. Do you have any uh, any other particular standouts that you'd recommend people watch? Uh, anything I mean, that just really this gotcha. I don't know this 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 month. I mean, you picked all the movies, mm-hmm. and then I and then we and then we just watched them. It's like you that's, you that's created a very usually large the way list. it works. <laughs> yeah, this is how it's been. You know, at least the last handful of years. I mm-hmm. think when we first started doing this, we kind of like saved movies together and like would like put a pin in it and save a horror movie for mm-hmm. later on. Um, we used to plan it out like each day having a specific movie. which yeah. got. We had more fun doing it at random, just having a list. Random has worked better so far because I think when we are on the list, we can get fatigued and be like, I don't know. I don't know. I think this year, followed by our last year, I'm going to be, I am going to be taking a much heavier like suggestion of 
making these lists. Yep, I would we, recommend it. Otherwise, you're going to end up with more of this. Yeah, <laughs> we watched a lot of really low budget movies uh-huh. that are you know, small time creators and that kind of thing, which I enjoy, but not as much as you do. Oh yeah, and so it was a bit grating sometimes for me to watch all those low budget movies oh, because I can't get into them as much as you can. Mm-hmm. I also couldn't drink at all this year because yeah. I'm currently pregnant. So, like I said, I, I also tried like, to remain sober during yeah, these movies. But I which feel like I would have enjoyed those movies had I not been sober. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I would have enjoyed the low budget stuff a lot yeah. more had I been able. We'll have to. to we'll have sober. to rewatch a couple of there these. There are a couple uh, that a I would like. Yeah, mindset, so yeah to there speak. are a couple that I would like to revisit when I am capable of partaking in intoxicants again. Yes, um, absolutely. But with that being said, you know, there's. I mean, I really enjoyed uh, Amulet. That Amulet was a good was one. Really cool. You know, it's hard just to think of these movies right yeah, off the I, bat. Yeah, I figure you know, we could we could revisit this question. Yeah. Uh, maybe next episode uh, we can like talk about our yeah. top three or something. But yeah. yeah, we've already talked about these movies a good bit. Yeah, and I think our opinions on them are pretty are pretty out pretty there. sussed out. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think we won't have a a big surprise if we tell you what we liked. Right. So just go back and listen to the rest of our episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like you got yeah. five hours to spare, right? Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of fun this month. You know, it's been a blast. It's the, being able to do this podcast along with it has definitely made me enjoy. Mm-hmm. It, it brought a, a it breathed a little more life into our our horror movie marathon. It definitely did more than than we have in the last year or so. Um, though I mean, we share it, especially since. You know, with the whole COVID thing happening. So the years before, we would have a lot of friends come over mm-hmm. or uh, join us for specific movies or that kind of thing. Our social group has gotten a lot smaller just because of the times and being cautious. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't share these movies with our friends as much as we had in the past. Because yeah. we used to have fairly large groups of people mm-hmm. when we first started this come to our house to watch these movies. But just becoming parents and then also COVID, we've kind of like whittled it down to just a handful of close, you know, relatives and friends that we do watch these movies with sometimes. Mm-hmm. But being able to like talk about it in a podcast sense has been a lot more fun. So this podcast is our revenge on the world for not letting <laughs> us share our opinions. So you're going to get all of our opinions on all of it the whole damn month. This is what I think about this. This is what I think about this movie and this movie and you're going to listen to it or you're going to get bored and turn this off. Yeah. But, but speaking of getting bored and turning this off, uh, you might have already done that because we're an hour and 20 minutes into yeah, our recording. It's going to get cut down a little bit for, you know, the some random yeah, bits. But, um, yeah, it's crap. like, you know, it's like from here we have ideas. We're not going to stop making podcasts. You yeah. Know, episodes. So we can consider this the pilot season one is yep. ending. Yes. Uh, stay tuned for episode one of, I guess, season one or whatever, <laughs> whatever this, this is, is. ends up being. But the, we, the I, might, I might even introduce our next episode as like introduction episode or episode one <laughs> just just to, to mess with it and and uh because it's it our plan is to make this more of a uh, introductory episode we're going to talk about some of our, you know, our the things we like about horror movies mm-hmm. and stuff that uh has put us in this place where we are sitting in a room talking about horror movies yes and instead of being normal people and going <laughs> oh these are scary <laughs> But, but yeah. uh yeah, so yeah. I guess with that we can sign off. Uh if you are listening to this and you don't have my phone number because you're someone who doesn't know me, which would be 
really weird but cool uh thank you for listening uh, if you ever want to reach out to us our email address is spookyhousepodcast at gmail.com you can follow us on instagram look for spooky house podcast imagine that <laughs> uh, we will be posting more things as time goes by uh, right now, our tentative plans are to post movies that we are going to be planning on watching. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about them probably in greater detail than we did before right. now because we're not talking about a whole bunch of movies. It's just going to be a pair of movies most likely to yeah. start. So that way you'll know what we're watching. You can make the decision to watch them ahead of time mm-hmm. if they sound interesting. Or maybe we will convince you to watch them if you thought they weren't anything interesting before. Yes. Either way... You're going to hear about them if you listen to us, (laughs) and we're going to talk about them and talk in too much depth, with too much detail, too much glee about the gore and the violence and the horribleness, Yes, and we'll rejoice in the blood and suffering (laughs) and uh, have a lot of fun. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me for this initial part of the podcast, Mary. This yeah, you're has been very welcome. A, this has been a really wonderful time. I've, something... I've loved getting to hang out yeah. with you for these. Yeah, and this has been something that we have talked about and wanted to do for quite some time, and it's really fun to actually make it a reality. It really so. has. So with that, keep it spooky. Down to the woods tonight, there's something lurking there. Bobby Sue has seen it and it's straightened out her hair. She don't talk at all right now, she just stands in the space. Don't go down to the woods tonight, and who knows what you will find? It might not want your body, but it's sure to take your mind. Come on down to the woods with me.